Good morning. Oh my God, Emily, what is today? Is today Thursday or is today Friday? I think it's Friday. <laughs> we were supposed to do our friend Friday. <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a supportive talking friend. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that. Like yesterday when you were talking about it, I was like, I don't know, we'll find someone, but I thought we had a whole other day. You know, on Mondays I write out my goals for the week and I have a whole list of goals and I don't think I've started a single one of them. It's just been It's been a weird week. It's been a real weird oh, but on a positive note, I had this huge pimple. That's positive. It was looking like a freaking, like a rock under my skin, like one of those scars. You know what I'm talking about? I've had it for like a month. Did it look like a third nipple? Yes, it did. (laughs) And I finally, like, I squeezed it so hard. That's so disgusting. I don't want to hear about it. Into my finger. got the thing out it was just this little dinky thing and it was like this rock seed i knew it but now oh my skin is so smooth and there's no more rocks in between my boobs this is why we don't have any friends for friday (laughs) because nobody is willing to divulge the things that i am (laughs) they're like i don't want to be pulled into that conversation I did. I sprayed my finger. I pushed so hard, I had to start pushing with my middle finger because my pointer finger was so hurt. <laughs> you know what? My forearm is starting to hurt because I realize I lean it against the table when I play our game. Oh, and you've been playing, so it's probably bruised. <laughs> Sure, have been playing. Because she shows up and she's like, "Oh my god, do you do you sleep?" Like, I don't even know what you're doing. Pretend that I'm working. Pretend that I'm part of the process because I'm gonna leave and there's every time I leave and come back, there's a whole new world. Like Pocahontas up in that place, a whole new world. I'm laughing at you because you're reminding me of when I first started playing that game and I used to go, what, what am I even doing? And I was like, the, last night I think I was falling asleep giggling thinking, oh my god, this is like Emily's worst nightmare. There are no plans. <laughs> it, it, it is, because like I'll go in there and I'm like, okay, what are we doing? And I, and I said, I want to do a tree farm, right? If anybody knows Minecraft. And they're like, okay, great, go do this tree farm up there. And so I clear this space to make this tree farm. I'm starting to clear the space. I'm starting to put dirt. And then I go to bed and I wake up and, and they're like, well, we have to pull the door because we're going to put red stuff down. And I already did a tree farm. So if you still want to do that, go ahead. I'm like, okay, so. No, no, we still didn't need that one. That one was the one that he did is just a temporary one. Ah. So then I start like building this thing and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna make glass and I'm gonna encase this lava and it's gonna be like this. Yes! Are you? Right? Well, I started to, 
But then I like go outside to find some stuff and somebody needed something. So I was like, okay, well, while I'm waiting for Lifestone, I had to make Lifestone. And then you wanted sand. So I <laughs> a bridge, right? I'm building a bridge. And I'm like, well, there's sand over here. Let me stop the bridge for a second. But I have to set a waypoint for the bridge. No, I'll lose it. And then Alex comes home and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, leave me alone. I don't know anymore. <laughs> That was the funniest part for me was to hear, to hear the interaction and not being there and knowing what was going on. I knew he was hovering. <laughs> he was sitting right next to me. He wasn't even hovering. He's like, I'm just going to pretend on this. I'm going to pull up a chair and I'm going to micromanage you. He was, it was hilarious. I was, I kept thinking, like I was, I kept almost saying, Alex, you just need to get your own game going. And then I kept remembering you telling me that that was the only computer that runs it. So I kept shutting up. But I was like, oh my goodness, that's like, well, maybe that'll be incentive. He needs to get a job and buy a computer that runs it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, been an incentive for years and years. <laughs> oh, really? He doesn't run with it? No, no. See, my kids will work long enough to get the goal, and then they'll stop working. They used to. Like, they used to go to the neighbor's house when we lived in an apartment complex and collect trash for a dollar a bag. So, like, they were always like, to do it? I don't know. They're just like, oh, I don't know what to do. 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 Dude, walk out the door. Form a question. They've taught you about questions. I'm sure you know how to do it. You ask me all the time. And walk up to some place and be like, are you hiring? Do you train? I'm awesome. I can fill the spot. What do you need? Let me do it now. Just go. Learn. When my oldest son was maybe about 10, I would, I found out he was stealing my cupcakes and taking them downtown and selling them. <laughs> I've actually bought my children boxes of candy bars to sell at school and they'll go and they're like, yeah, you can have it for $2 or whatever, you know, and they're like, that's a ripoff. I can get it cheaper at the store. And she's like, well, go to the store unless you want it now. <laughs> but you know what I'm wondering is how in the world can you have so much courage to sell cupcakes? or candy bars, or go to your neighbors and ask for cash, but you're too afraid to figure out how to get a job? It doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't know that they would even do the, the cupcakes now, though, because I have a theory on that. I feel like as you get older, you start being brainwashed of all the camps. Oh, well, you need this, and you need that permission, and you need this. And before, when you're younger, you don't even think about that. You just say, I'm going to go do it. And then you're doing it, and then someone comes along and says, oh, you're not supposed to do that here. And you go, oh, okay. <laughs> and, you, and, and if this is what I've been trying to do in the last year, and I, I feel like I'm on a good path of regaining that naive confidence because I think when you're a creator, like we are, 
Mm-hmm. You need an amount of naive confidence. Oh, you do. Because it doesn't matter if everybody else hasn't been able to do it or didn't do it quite well or anything. When it comes to creating, you have to still be able to go, you know what, though? I have it in my heart to do it and I'm going to try. Yeah. Well, you know, here's a perfect example. And this is exactly what happens. I have this really good friend who is known in the business as like this tech genius, this guru. He knows everything tech. He's up to date on everything. As it's coming out, people go to him and he tells them what's going on, right? And I'm building this business with him and I want to do something. Well, he knows how to do everything. So since I'm building it with him, I go to him with the idea. And this has happened on several occasions. So he's been in this industry for so long that he just knows what's what and he's not really open. So every time I say, let's do this, oh, well, that's going to take thousands and thousands of dollars. You have to do this and you have to do that. And so he puts it off to so expensive. And then me being me, you don't tell me, no, there's got to be a way every single time. And I'm telling you, it's been about five or six times so far. There's been a different way, but because he's so comfortable with the knowledge that he has, mm-hmm. he's open in that category to think outside the box. And guess well, what? Well, that's, that's when you say, well, I'm going to go ahead and try it anyway. Yeah. And you know, I'm going to go ahead and do this anyway. And... Uh, I mean, like, if you didn't, then you wouldn't have those stories of people who, you know, made the box office hit for $5,000, mm-hmm. you know, instead of $5 million. And yeah, maybe eventually they were given huge extreme budgets and they could do it, but they had to use, what is that saying? Um, uh, uh, necessity yes. is the mother of creativity or ingenuity um which is is like on the nose in my opinion because if you don't need it you're not going to try and get it or make it happen or anything but if you need that thing you're going to make it happen if it's if it's i need to hang this picture up but I don't have a hammer for the nail. Do you let that stop you in getting the nail into the wall? No. You figure something out that is heavy like a hammer and you hammer it in the wall. And yeah, in a perfect world, I'd have the hammer. And I just do it like that. But, but because right now I don't and I'm not willing to let that be my stop, I'm just going to continue on. My rolling pin works just as well. <laughs> well, here's what I've learned is that for every person that knows how to do something and is in an industry that you like, that you wanting to get into, they have the money to do things and you can buy everything that you need. However, if you're open and you're social, you are going to find so many people who have different talents than you that want to break into doing the same things that you do and they don't have the resources to do it right now. So they're willing to work with you and lend their talents and take your talents. And I like that because it ends up becoming a passion project and the quality that's there when you have money is now there in this passion project and you just learn and create a friendships around the way. So I think it's actually kind of better. 
And I think that's really popular now, the the collabs that are, you know, across the board. They don't always necessarily have to be these, you know, I'm only doing a collab with this one person for this project. You know, it can be a large spanning thing. I've been I love collabs. So how, have you done any? Um... Well, with me, well, well with, yeah, I've, I've done a few, but like when I very first got on Instagram or Snapchat, one of the two, I remember someone approaching me immediately and saying, let's do a collab. Well, I had no idea what a collab was. So I thought they were like, had this big project in mind. And I was like, um, like, uh, who are you? <laughs> it was me, wasn't it? I don't know. No, it was someone who I still don't know who they are. Oh. <laughs> well, I've done it, like, the whole time I've been on social media, and I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Like, we've done, um, we've acted out scenes from different movies, and we've played a game where people had to guess the, the line from the movie, you know? And I think we had, like, ten people when we did that. I've got... Oh, I remember when I first got on Snapchat, remember I used to have that, um... Talk about it Tuesdays, uh-huh. and I would get a lineup of people for Tuesday. Oh yeah, I did that too. And I would just have them take over my account, and I just didn't do anything. And I would just have different people on my account on Tuesdays. And that was when I was like really heavy into Snapchat, and so I was like, I need a break. <laughs> but I don't want my Snapchat to just be empty. Well, now, you know, I don't even care if it's 24 hours of nothing on there. I'm just like, you guys just have to wait for when I got something. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, I was like, no, it can't. You can't ever have it, nothing on there. It can't have dead air. So I was like <clears throat> trying to make it so that I had a day where I didn't have to do anything. But my account was still really active. <laughs> You and I did the exact same thing. I think the very first year after we went from Periscope to Snapchat, I didn't miss a single word for the year. And I didn't miss a single day. After a year of doing that, it, it feels awkward to not be on Snapchat. Sometimes, yeah. For me, when I look at it and it says, um, press this button to add something to your story. Like I'm a newbie. I'm like, oh, there's nothing on my story. <laughs> <laughs> like now it thinks I don't know how to work it. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I think, and I'm, I'm always going to say that because I, 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 I internally wax and wane forever on this, but, um, I think we've got too much going on right now. We gotta scale back, get better at a few things, and then go forward. Yay! But other than that, I think I think we've got really good plans. I just think that we can't do it all in the first month. Did you hear? <laughs> yes, because one, we still haven't gotten together and talked about our plans and what we're doing, our vision. I know we were supposed to do that yesterday and you weren't feeling well with your migraine and then um and then remember we were ended up online together anyway at at that time and I was like oh aren't we supposed to be I just couldn't find okay there's something it's like the older I get the worse the symptoms for my period become 
and I used to get migraines like two or three times a month and I've been able to work them down to where I only get like one a year, maybe two a year, you know, like I really don't get sick. So this is a really strange period for me, but no period in time, not, you know, (laughs) I was like, um, (laughs) but next subject, I do get like when it's the time of the month, I will get these headaches and when they come on, oh my gosh, it's like the base of my skull. And then I get nauseous and can't function. And so I was reading up on that and I learned that that's like from estrogen dropping, like, oh, a really? lot of people get it from their estrogen just going too low. So I'm looking into natural. Maybe base. that's why I was having those huge migraines. Remember I told you I had six months of migraines where I couldn't even get out of bed. And that was sandwiched in between two miscarriages that I had had. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I bet you anything that was that estrogen be- dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really nice when you figure out what might be going on. I'm not a person that goes to the doctor. I haven't had insurance in, like, years, and I haven't been to the doctor in years. Um, I go to the doctor when I can't do it for myself. Yeah, but I'm going to do surgery. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's how I go, too. And it's not that, you know, it's like when you have the money, you don't have the time. When you have the time, you don't have the money. That's exactly what it is. Well, I've gone to doctors and actually watched them walk over and pull a medical journal off of their shelf and open it up and start looking. And I'm like, no, I can do that. You need to already know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying you to already know. Okay, well, at this point, I guess I'm paying you to do the research, but this is, this is... And that's another thing that kind of keeps me away from them, is they act like they're so superior to you, and I'm like, dude, you work for me. I'm your boss. <laughs> what the heck is your problem? Don't you know I'm your paycheck right now? Well, you have to walk in there, if they give you that attitude, and wheedle that into the conversation, like, well, I was wondering who to hire, and that's why I, I, I hired you, but... You know, <laughs> look, I do not wait around for people, and you are an hour and a half late to our appointment. You've had me. <gasps> oh no, I've never had a doctor do that to me. I've hear, I've heard about these sorts of things, but maybe it's because I get up and walk out. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what it is. I think what it is because when I lived on the West Coast, uh-huh. emergency rooms, like you walked in, you were taken. It was oh okay. You know, like a fifteen minute wait, and I was getting upset because it was just so on point on the West Coast where I lived, right? And then we moved over here to Atlanta, and I'm like three hours in the emergency room, and we're not even close to being entered into the system yet. What's up? Like it's ridiculous here. We were on vacation one time, and we were in this little place, Odessa, Texas, and my kid fractured his elbow on a uh, skateboard. (laughs) We went in there and it was something like that. Like we waited two hours, I think, and we hadn't even been entered into the system. That's pain. And my kid stood up and he goes, I'm done, I'm over it, we're leaving. It hurts, but it's still gonna hurt. That is insane. And he left and I was like, wow. And I couldn't get him back in. And he was old enough that I could not get him back in. And I was like, 
no, we've already we've already sat here for two hours. I'm sure we're next. Like he probably was more right than I was because I'm used to, you know. I guess like you said, the West Coast is pretty quick. It really is. I guess like my husband had a period of time we went to the lake and at the lake that we were at, you could have your dogs open and everything. And these people were drinking and they had two or three dogs and my sister had her dog and the dogs just came over and jumped on her dog, but it was in the middle. And my husband, he goes running and he dives in and he grabs one dog and throws him off and goes to grab the other dog and ends up under the water and the dog comes down and like bites his nose. Ow. And I think the dog had never bit someone before because he freaked out and let go, you know, which was a good thing. But then my husband is just like his whole face is just gushing blood. And we're out. I don't know if you guys know anything about Nevada, but we're out of Pyramid Lake, which is about a 45 minute drive into Sparks, Nevada, where the closest uh, ER is, you know. So I'm driving him and he's drifting everywhere. And we get there and they have him in. As soon as we walk in, they're like, oh my gosh, let's get you right back there. And I was just like, this is how life should be if something happens. I don't, yeah, I don't, I can't think of any place except for when, like, when I've been in Texas, where it's been like a long way. You know what? Even Mexico for me was very short, and I realized that where I was, um, what we consider nothing monetarily. They're like, no, I'm going to the free clinic, you know? And, and I was like, well, how much, like, I was thinking, you know, like hospitals in the U S you know, you walk in and, you know, just, just the emergency room fee is, you know, hundred bucks or something. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you're more right. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. So I was thinking like, well, how much is it going to cost? And, and, um, and the whole hospital thing. I went ahead because they said there's nobody there's no when I went there there was nobody there and they were like but this is the good place and I'm like but there's nobody here how is it the good place oh here <laughs> and they're just like well because nobody can afford it and I was like well how much is it going to cost me and it cost me 20 bucks oh my gosh I want to go I know it's so I was like I'm okay I'm okay with this and it was quick it was like I, like I said, there was nobody there. I walked in. I was having one of those cut my head off moments from a um, root canal gone bad, oh. and I couldn't see. I could. I my husband actually kind of like guided me and you know to into the taxi and out of the taxi, and I didn't even know where we were. And um, we were right there at that that little hospital and walked in empty. It was so quiet and empty. And I was like, I felt like a big baby because I was in so much pain. I was like, like, oh my God, just got my head off in English. <laughs> and they looked at me and they, they looked at my husband and they're like, what's going on? And in his limited Spanish, he's like you know, like dental, dental pain thing. And, and, um, like that's all they needed to hear. And they took me back and they like shot me up. I don't know, morphine or something. And the pain like instantly went away. And I was like, you would have had to like prove that you weren't like in this real pain 
in the U.S. first. Like, oh, we have to let her suffer for a while and make sure she's well, really not uh, just joking. Everybody's a druggie. There's so many of them, right? Right. Uh, you know what? Oh, my goodness. So, so they shot me full, and I was like, whoa, the pain just went away. And they were like, okay. They thought, like, we paid. So it was, like, super fast. From the time that they administered the shot to the time I was back out on the street was like five minutes. Really? Ten Did minutes. Did you like anything for like was it infected or something or was it just pain from the actual? It um, I had having to. They gave uh, my husband's a prescription for antibiotics and okay and stuff. But but I mean like it was literally like super quick. Like okay, well here's this. Here's the money. There you are. There's not. There's no waiting for some mysterious person that you have to pay or you know. It's just right. like it just looks all done. It was so quick that I had my reaction out on the street, which was I just ended up puking. But <laughs> my reaction was. Yeah, but I mean, like that's how fast I was in and out. Like I didn't even. I could. I didn't even puke. And maybe that's why. They do it. <laughs> no, I didn't even puke on their floor. <laughs> so, you know what I want to know? We're at 25 minutes. We've been chatty this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to know because I can find free clinics all over the place. Or where is the dental care for the people here that uh, don't have a lot of money? Like, is there... I have a... Where? Where here? Anywhere. I mean, I... I've had bad teeth my whole life, and it's not because I don't take care of them. Like, I actually do take care of my teeth. They just, they're bad, right? And so I'm not afraid of dentists. I've been to dentists. I've had teeth yanked. I've had braces. But I'm at this point where even when I had insurance, my deductible would be like, you know, three, $800, I think it was, once I got wow. my crown and all this stuff. Like, dental care is so flipping expensive that I'll get the root canal, but I won't get the crown because I can't afford the $800 deductible, you're right, you know? Mm -hmm. And when it becomes an emergency, and there have been times where I'm like, I would go to the emergency room, but teeth, and I don't see teeth as a doctor. Can they help me besides just giving me pain pills? Where do you go? In Portland area... We, the, the people who are, need to pay cheap, <laughs> go up to OHSU, um, the Oregon Health Science University, and we pay students, dental students. Dude, that's how I used to get my hair done. And that's what I was saying. We have a dental school. It's, ooh, it's up in Dalton where my husband's working where I was last week. Why did I not think about this? But you have to actually apply and set an appointment and then go sit in and then there's not a 100% chance that they're going to call you or use you. You just have to be oh. sitting there for the day. No, this is, you make an appointment. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that I would suggest to someone, um, like someone who knows me and wants me to go with them because I know exactly where they should go. I know someone in Mexico who will take care of all your stuff and it will probably cost you the same for the whole trip to Mexico and your dental than your deductible <laughs> as your deductible. <laughs> so our next trip is Mexico? Let me get my passport. I've been needing to work. Yeah, man. I, I've been needing to go back and get my dental stuff done. And that guy that I have, my dental guy there, he has got the most awesome equipment. 
I mean, really high, high end equipment. And he's super nice and gentle. He always just has like, just tap my arm if you feel even the slightest bit of pain, you know? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm the type of person that sits there and just takes it. Last time I was in the dental chair, I, I mean, I could handle the pain. I have a very high tolerance. Tears are streaming down both sides. And he's oh, like, no. are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, are you sure? Do you need more? And I'm like, I'm shaking. I have so much, um, what is the, the thing that they shoot you up with to numb it with? Uh, Novocaine? I don't know. Yeah, Novocaine. He shot me up with so much that I'm sitting there shaking. The tears are going. He's like, you want me to stop? You want me to stop? After like 15 minutes of asking if I wanted him to stop, He's like, okay, I can't take watching you cry anymore. <laughs> Go into the bathroom and just compose yourself and take a little break and then we'll come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like one of those people they told me when I had my uh, wisdom teeth surgery because they had to be surgically removed. But they said I had um, a lot of pain receptors in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay for me. They had to give me like a lot of shots. I think like four. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Four or five. <laughs> What? Did it make you shake? I think it was like... No, I don't remember. It was too long ago. Oh. I don't remember how I felt with that. But I just remember with this other guy, it, you know, it didn't... Like, I don't know. The whole experience was really nice. And I was actually looking for someone who was nice because of, you know, well, I have five kids now, but I had the four then. And I was like, I need... I need my kids to go to the dentist and not and not be uh, a thing every time I have to take them to the dentist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was... And it wasn't. It never was. They were always like, oh, we're going to go. And, oh, this is the thing, too, is that the, the dentist was a dad of one of the students at their same school. They went to a private school down okay. there. So they would they would say, oh, so and so's dad. We're gonna go see so and so's dad, you know. And it was always like this, this nice, fun experience. And I was like, well, that's really nice for them. I mean, I'm like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. But like at the same time, I was like, how come I can't have that like memory <laughs> as a child? Right. Well, at least you got it for your kids. So I want to know about tummy tucks when you go down to Mexico. But we're already at like thirty. <laughs> Yeah. We're like at 30 minutes. Oh yes. <laughs> I got to say goodbye to all of our anchor friends. <laughs> Bye, beautiful anchor friends. Goodbye. Sorry we didn't get it together. But if you want to be our friend for next Friend Friday, let us know because we need you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to talk about without you. <laughs> we have no friends without you.